and welcome to PCTY Talks. I'm your host, Sherry Simpson. During our time together, we'll stay close to the news and info you need to succeed as an HR pro. And together, we'll explore topics around HR thought leadership, compliance, and real-life HR situations we face every day. On today's episode, I have Sarah Zazzo with me. She has been one of our HR interns this summer and would just really love to have you guys hear a little bit about her experience as far as working in an HR department in an internship role. Um, we did an episode with Carly Erlbeck a while back around internships and why they're important. And so, Sarah, thanks for jumping on with me and diving into this topic from your perspective. Yeah, thanks so much for having me, Sherry. It's fun to be on the other side of this process. So what have you found most valuable in all of the internships that you've participated in? Um, For me, I think the most important part of an internship is finding the difference between the theory of what you're learning and the practice of what you're learning. So I go to school for psychology, organizational communication, and business, and I found that I really enjoyed um, those studies in the classroom, but I hadn't had experienced them in real life. So I was really looking forward to actually being in that space and seeing what it's actually like to work as an HR intern, you know, in a business as opposed to reading what it's like in a textbook. So originally I thought I wanted to do something more in the realm of industrial organizational psychology, which, you know, that's a mouthful. What does that even mean? Well, it's basically psychology of the workplace. So you'd be doing lots of studies and assessments, kind of being the psychologist of a workplace. But that role is normally a consultant type position. And um, what I found out at this internship was I love being embedded within an organization. I love, you know, knowing the culture, knowing the people, being an active member of a team that's consistent. So for me, that was a really valuable thing that I learned that I like to work in a space where I'm comfortable and I know everyone as opposed to um, a consultant role. What a cool example of something that you kind of had in your head before your internship and then something you walked away with. As you were looking for your internships, um, and this is really geared towards employers on how they should be posting their internship jobs, but what did you look for as you were applying at different organizations as far as what your internship would entail or what enticed you to a particular company? Yeah, well, the upperclassmen at my school always warned me with, make sure you're not the one delegated to getting coffee. So... I looked for job descriptions that indicated that I would be adding something to the organization. I was under no uh, delusion that I'd be spearheading an HR department, but um, I wanted to look for more active roles. So I kind of saw two camps for different HR internship positions. Half of them are more assisting roles where in the job description, it said you'll be replying to emails, you'll be coordinating, you'll be supporting existing practices. But then the other half are more of the creative side. So you will create this project, you will analyze this data, you will streamline this program, you will have to be highly collaborative. So I really gravitated towards the more creative roles. And that's by nature of what I'm more interested in. I'm not really interested in the payroll side as much as I am the 
organizational behavior or development. So I really appreciated when in the job description, um, they had already put some trust in the candidate saying, you know, you'll actually be creating things for a certain extent. And I understand that, you know, internships too, you know, you're going in there being the student, being the one who has to learn. So I know that, you know, we won't be creating a whole new department or anything, but I still appreciated the sentiment of, hey, we're here uh, to hire you for your value and your unique opinions. I think it's really cool the, the two different examples you gave because as employers, I think sometimes we need to fill both of those roles when we look at our internships. So having that data up front seemed like it really helped you make a, a better decision. As you went through the interview process, what stood out to you in in that process with different organizations? Like, was there anything that you're like, yes, employers should really be doing this. This really resonated with me or something that, you know, really turned you off to an organization? I applied to a lot of places, interviewed for a lot of companies. I mean, one company, there were five rounds of interviews and I ended up not getting the jobs. That was, you know, kind of intense. But um, yeah, so the main thing is hearing back from the recruiter, kind of knowing where you stand. There were lots of organizations that I didn't even hear anything back from. And I know that that happens when there's a high volume of applicants, but it's just so nice when, um, you know, when I applied to Payosity, I heard back right away with an automated message and just that saying that, oh, we have your application was really nice. So just making sure that you have a constant communication with um, the applicant, I think is really important. Um, there was one company I interviewed for where the first round interview, um, the interviewer had her camera on, but then the other rounds, um, the cameras weren't on for the other people interviewing me. And that definitely threw me off because it was a team's interview too. So it was just my big face. So I really appreciated the interviews, the interviewers that had their camera on and were kind of willing to, you know, show me what they looked like. Cause they said it was going to be a Zoom interview. So I appreciated when the camera was on. I also really appreciated when whoever I was talking to right away gave me their experience at the company. Um, and that was the biggest difference between other companies and Paylocity. The experience with Paylocity was totally different. And I think a big part of that was is they connect you to a recruiter right away. I was connected to Catherine Aho, and she was so kind throughout the entire process. In the screening interview, you know, she told me about her experience and how Pilosity had let her move around and find the role that was right for her. So I really appreciated kind of getting to hear her side of being in the company as well, which I really liked. Um, I also appreciated how in the interview packets, they, they sent decks of how to prepare for the interview. They said, make sure you're dressed kind of business casual. Make sure your Zoom background looks nice. Don't have dirty laundry everywhere. They also prepared you with the fact that they'd be asking you behavioral interview questions, which, you know, I did my research beforehand and, you know, I have a business minor, so I was prepared for that fact. But I think that's a real barrier um, to entry for a lot of, you know, my friends in the liberal arts that had no idea that, you know, interviews would have questions like, oh, tell me about a time you did blank. You know, so I really liked how upfront they wanted you to succeed. So right away, I was like, oh, that's like so nice that they're doing that. And um, I loved my interviews 
with you and Kate as well right away. Um, you were like, hey, by the way, I'm super curious. I love asking questions all the time and maybe at inappropriate times, but you know, that's one of my strengths. And I was like, oh, I love that because I feel like I'm similar. So I loved how candid you got and how warm you were um, because a lot of other interviews were kind of stiff professional. Um, so I loved that. You also uh, told me that if I ever needed a bio break to go ahead and take one. And I near cried when you said that because that was my second interview of the day, probably fourth interview of the week. And I was burnt out. And the fact that you recognize that even without knowing any of that information from my end meant a lot. And then my final interview with um, Kate Grimaldi was awesome because she was so sweet throughout. And then at the end, she said some really kind words um, that made me think really positively about the organization. So even if I, you know, didn't end up getting the job, you gave it to someone else, I would still be like, oh, I'll definitely apply here later because you made it such a seamless process. And again, the recruiter is a really big uh, step in that. So having a recruiter that's kind of keeping you updated, telling you throughout, hey, you're going to meet with this person, you know, we're taking a while, we'll get back to you in a week or two. So um, I really appreciated that constant communication. And just, you know, being treated like a person from everyone throughout was really kind that um, indicated to me that you treat your employees well, even before they're your formal employees. You hit on a couple of things that are so important when it comes to the recruiting process and demonstrating the culture that you're going to walk into in an organization, you know, setting the stage for what the interview is going to be like, you know, how often you're going to be followed up with, what the cadence is. Um, I think so many times as employers, we can miss those just those little pieces that mean so much. Um, I'm curious, as you were prepping for your interview, for those that are, you know, early career listening to this, what are some of the questions that you prepared to ask um, those who were interviewing you to really get a good sense of the organization? Yeah, yeah. I always like to ask questions at the end of the interview. And I have two favorites. My first one was, can you describe a time where you had a conflict within this organization? How did HR help support you? Just to kind of know, you know, what's the culture like in a sense when things aren't always going well, because, you know, things don't always go well. So it's good to hear what a company does when, you know, the tough gets going. So I loved asking that. And, you know, some people would kind of draw a blank and just say, oh, everyone's really nice. And then um, I remember your response was really great. You said, you know, everyone has positive intent and looks on the situation kindly and tries to support you. And I think social support within an organization is super important. So, um, you know, because you're an intern, you're going to mess up. So it's important to know that there's a support system there that will help you through that and help you grow. And my second favorite um, was to ask, do you have any concerns about my application or any lingering questions you want to ask? Um, I liked it because, you know, you're the interviewee, so it's fun to throw off the interviewer sometimes. And I really appreciated when people actually responded to that question and gave feedback. You and Kate both gave feedback. Like you didn't, you know, rip me to shreds. You just said, said, common things. And I don't even remember what you said, but I remember, oh, there's a certain sense of psychological safety here where people will actually, you know, say what they're thinking and take the time to actually consider and answer your concern. 
these a lot of other places were like, no, you did great. No, no questions, which that's a lie probably. And, you know, if they thought a few more seconds about it, they could have told me. So I really appreciated um, the fact that they'd answer that question. As you were going through your application process at all these different organizations, what were some of the things that you were considering before accepting an offer? Maybe like your bucket list of what interns should be looking at. You mentioned a little bit about the job description, but I'm curious if there was other things that interns should be considering. Mm -hmm. I think that feasibility is really important. Can you do the internship? Can you get to the internship? Does it fall in your timeline? I go to school in California. So we're in the quarter system, which is really messed up. We're behind everyone. We start late, we end late. So a lot of the internships I was talking to said, oh, could you do part-time for three weeks when you're still in school doing finals? And I actually did that when I got a summer business minor and it was one of the hardest things I've done in my life. So I was like, "Hmm, probably don't want to do that again. So I really appreciated the companies that said, oh, we'll start when you need to start. So just making sure that the timeline is right, because if you can't get to the job, you're not going to produce your best work. And that's a disservice to yourself and it's a disservice to the company. Um, And I know it's slim pickings out there for internships. It's really hard to get one, but it's really important. I think that you get compensated and it is a learning experience and you are getting paid in experience, but I also think it's your time. It's your labor. And I respect a company that pays its employees. So I, um, made sure I was applying like 95% to companies that said that they would pay me something. And, um, you know, for, for, cause for some students, there isn't the ability to do an internship if it's not paid. So that's already kind of excluding a pretty big group of people. So I think it's important to make sure that, you know, your employer is inclusive and that they're respecting people of their time. It's a really good point around barriers to entry to internship. Um, One that I hadn't considered, but I think it's it's really neat that you pointed it out that, you know, the compensation piece is, um, it's something that interns are looking at as well. So being transparent about what you can and can't do is is a good thing for employers. As you came into this role, what goals did you set for yourself and or what goals should interns set from themselves as they work with an organization to really know that they're going to get something out of their internship? For me, I wanted to base my internship around preferences, you know, learning what kind of tasks I like to do, learning what kind of people I like to work with, learning what kind of schedule and culture I like. So that was a really important goal for me um, because, you know, as a as a student, it was all about, you know, getting the work done, getting it out. It doesn't matter if you like it, just do it and do it well. So it was nice to be in a position where, um, you know, obviously still I wanted to do all my work and do it well, but also examine, oh, do I like this? Would I like to dedicate my life to this work later on too? So obviously make sure your goal is doing a good job, but also making sure that this is something you could do for a long time. So that's a really good goal. Um, And also just making sure that what you're doing in your internship can help you in projects you already have lined up or things you want to do in the future. And I give 
all the credit to you, Sherry, because I told you what I wanted to do and, you know, my plans for next year. And you definitely set that kind of stuff up for me. Like I will be basically the, um, in charge of orientation and retention and recruiting for my school's violence prevention educators, which is the sexual assault and domestic violence prevention club. So right away, you wanted me to get exposure to our company's new employee orientation. Look at that. Take some notes. Uh, give those notes to the the head of NEO, which I was super intimidated by at first. And I was like, oh my God, I'm going to do so so horribly. You know, no one asked for my opinion, but you know, I, I did my write-up and it went super well. So that was um, a great learning experience that I could I can directly apply to what I'll be doing in a few weeks from now when school starts. So ma- making sure that you can like connect what you're doing to what you want to do in the future. Like, you know, I had um, research opportunities that directly relate to, you know, practicing the type of qualitative and quantitative research I want to do back at school. So just kind of making sure you're finding how you can apply these things to your future. So with all the flattery, (laughs) this question's kind of a a funny one. What, uh, surprised you about your internship here? Yes. Um, well, what surprised me was the amount of creative freedom you gave me. And I know it sounds like you're paying me to say this, but you're paying me, but not to say this. Um, but I, you know, really liked that when you assigned me my work, you'd give me the opportunity to design what that work was going to look like. You'd give me, you know, outlines or, you know, I work with Rebecca as well. She'd give me an outline, but, you know, let me kind of choose my own adventure while going down that path. Um, I loved the feedback I got throughout. You know, people aren't shy to give feedback here, which I think is really important, you know, to grow. That surprised me. Um, I was surprised at how like respected and valued I felt. People would ask for my opinions. Um, I got to have meetings with so many people across the organization. I was like, how do you have time to meet with an intern? I really appreciated that. Um, and a lot of merch. I have a backpack. I have tons of clothes. I have a plant, lots of food. That was great. Um, and I also liked the dedication to making all the interns happy. Um, Crystal and David were like our intern coordinators. We'd have a weekly fun little like intern lunch. We'd meet with the executives for lunch and that was all so fun. And, you know, they tried to make it fun, which I really appreciated because, you know, it's networking for us as well. And, um, also making friends and having fun. So I just loved how much like care and effort was put into making us feel like real valuable employees instead of just, you know, getting the coffee. It's interesting, Sarah, what you've shared about some of the the boxes that I would say need to be checked for a good internship. So you had exposure to every level of the organization. You yeah. got to see the culture. You got to make connection. Um, you got to work really closely with people to help design your work and have some autonomy mm-hmm. where you could. I think that's really important because in a work environment, sometimes you're thrown into a situation where you just get an outline and you don't get a lot of direction. And so having that as part of an experience is really important, I think. As we wrap up our conversation, I'm curious what you would add to that list that companies should really think about when creating a good internship experience. I think it's really important to focus on the development of the intern. A lot of interns haven't had exposure to a corporate space before. I know I hadn't. 
So it's really important to have a plan to make sure your intern grows from day one to whatever day you end. I think we had about three months together, even though that's kind of a long chunk of time. It flew by. So I think it's really important to make sure that you have goals throughout that. I loved all the one-on-ones we had, like we met twice a week, if not more. So I got to always make sure I was on task, working, um, getting better at the things I'd wanted to get better at. Um, and you know, a lot of interns want to do their internship for credit as well. So making sure that, you know, you have something you can show your school later to get credit for. Um, yeah. And just treating it as, you know, a human interaction, a human experience, you know, making friends, getting mentors. I think that just makes the experience, you know, better for everyone. I totally agree. And I love that you touched base on um, internships for credit. So that's definitely something as an employer you should think about when you're looking to implement an internship program, um, either partnering with specific schools in your area or making sure that you really understand the criteria for your interns coming in and if they have to have specific things or if there's extra work you need to do as an employer to help provide that credit. So I appreciate you sharing that. Sarah, I'm glad you had such a great experience in your internship. Uh, It's so cool to hear your perspective and kind of coming full circle from when we talked about the importance of internships and then, you know, really being at the back end of this and seeing the impact that it can have. Um, There's one last thing I want to highlight that you mentioned, and it had to do with the interview process, that because of the interview experience you went through, even if you didn't get the internship, the impression you had of the company of Pilosity specifically was so good. I think that's important for employers to remember is that you're not going to pick every intern because it is a a tough talent market. And so what you can think about too, is are you creating brand ambassadors as you go through the process? So Sarah, thanks so much for your time. Yeah, totally. Thank you so much, Sherry. This podcast is brought to you by Paylocity, a leading HCM provider that frees you from the tasks of today. So you can focus more on the promise of tomorrow. If you'd like to submit a topic or appear as a guest on a future episode, email us at pctytalks at paylocity.com.